Welcome, we are the Revs USA. I'm Reverend Dr. Bill Russell. And I'm Reverend Dr. Penny Taylor. We're happy you have joined us on Awaken Kindness by the Revs USA, a podcast from the Center to Awaken Kindness. For commercial-free premium listening, subscribe to us at awakenkindness.com. And this day, we'll have a little bit of scripture, a little bit of reflection, some prayer, some singing, and some time together. Today's question. Our current world can leave our soul, well, not feeling very rested. We can feel weary, like we're carrying a heavy burden with no rest. How do we recognize the new reality that is in front of us? A reality where we find rest for our soul. Christ's yoke of love, encouraging individual and social responsibility in relation to the world in Jesus' time, at the time of the American Revolution, and today with police brutality, domestic violence, and realities of COVID-19. Jesus Christ encourages us all to stand against abuse, violence, oppression, and disenfranchisement, and to come to Christ, take his yoke, and experience life in new ways with a soul that is rested, a yoke that is easy, and burdens that are light. Matthew 11, verse 25, he talks about the wise and intelligent ones. Those, of course, in his time were the Pharisees and leaders, those who were in control of the institutions of the day and wanted to maintain that control. Control of power, control of finances, the host of things. So those are the intelligent and wise ones he's referring to. He also talks about infants. Now we can think about infants and the gift of new life that is in that infant. It's the message of Easter. The question of is this a new reality that we're living into? And infants give us that, right? Because they will hopefully survive much longer than we do. And they will give us that hope for the future. That sometimes can be very dim in the moment. So Jesus talks about the infants, right? That everything is revealed to them. When he's talking about infants, though, he's not really talking about infants in the form of babies. As much as infants in the form of those who recognize the new reality in front of them. Those who are hurting, those who are mourning, those who are oppressed, but hear the message of John the Baptist and Jesus Christ, and know and strive to do life differently. Those are the infants. Let us enjoy the journey. Come along. Amen. For commercial-free premium listening, subscribe to us at awakenkindness.com. Experience all that the Revs USA offer at the Center to Awaken Kindness, where tradition and experimentation invite mindful contemplative action. Know it. Listen to, subscribe, and share Awaken Kindness, a podcast by the Revs USA. Watch and subscribe to mindfully inspirational shows on the Revs USA own Awaken Kindness Network.
be it. Journal your discoveries with a mindful journal, from the center to awaken kindness, offering an enhanced creative journaling experience. Pray. Integrate prayer into daily life with a prayer book by the Revs USA. Live it. Share it. Make mindful contemplation a part of daily life. Wear contemplative art, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. Discover all the possibilities at centertoawakenkindness.com. Welcome to the Awaken Kindness podcast by the Revs USA, the Reverend Dr. Penny Taylor, and the Reverend Dr. Bill Russell, co-founders of the Center to Awaken Kindness. Let's begin by listening to the words of Jesus from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 16 through 19 and 25 through 30, from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John, that is John the Baptist, came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he was a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and in anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The words from the Gospel of Matthew offered for all of us today. Amen. So as we begin this day, just hearing the words of Scripture, are they relevant for us here and now? They were relevant in Jesus' time. The question is, are they relevant on this, the 4th of July holiday weekend? Were they relevant 244 years ago on that 4th of July? And then even today. So let's unpack this a little bit. To have a better grasp of the story, we need to understand Jesus is talking to folks and praising John the Baptist. You know, John the Baptist, his cousin, living in sort of a very wilderness area, eating honey and locusts, a little bit different than our expectations. And he's praising John. 
And he uses three different symbols for understanding this culture, society at the time. So if we look at the Bible, Matthew 11, verse 25, he talks about the wise and intelligent ones. Those, of course, in his time were the Pharisees and leaders, those who were in control of the institutions of the day and wanted to maintain that control. Control of power, control of finances, the host of things. So those are the intelligent and wise ones he's referring to. He also talks about infants. Now we can think about infants and the gift of new life that is in that infant. It's the message of Easter. The question of, is this a new reality that we're living into? And infants give us that, right? Because they will hopefully survive much longer than we do. And they will give us that hope for the future that sometimes can be very dim in the moment. So Jesus talks about the infants, right? That everything is revealed to them. When he's talking about infants, though, he's not really talking about infants in the form of babies as much as infants in the form of those who recognize the new reality in front of them. Those who are hurting. Those who are mourning. Those who are oppressed. But hear the message of John the Baptist and Jesus Christ. And know and strive to do life differently. Those are the infants. And then we also have, in verse 16, Jesus says, But to what will I compare this generation? His generation at the time. And then he says it is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another, Hey, you want to do this? No. Hey, you want to do this? No. The children of his society was pretty much everyone around. You see, Jesus and John had been talking to a lot of folks at that point. John in particular, baptizing people. But there was a whole group of other people who was looking at John and saying, What are you doing? Who is this guy? He must be filled with demons. He doesn't eat anything. What's he eating? Honey and locusts? Come on. He's a demon. And there were others who watched Jesus eat with saints and sinners. And they said, what a glutton! It's horrible what he's doing! He's eating with all these people! The children of the time were missing what was right in front of them. The gift of John the Baptist and Jesus present together, sharing the ministry of love, peace, mercy, so that's what's happening in Jesus' time. And I would suggest the scripture reflects what's happening today in many ways as well. What Jesus tells his people back then is that his yoke is easy, particularly to those infants, as he called them, those who are suffering and mourning and oppressed. His yoke is a peaceful 
yoke. The yoke you may live in society can be extremely hard. But the yoke of Christ, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. He is providing hope for those people where hope is hard to see. So let's move forward to about, what, 1770, 1776, all through that time period. The American Revolution, as it's called. A time when people came and voiced things in a very different way. So who were the wise leaders at the time? Of course, the King of England. Who were the children at the time? All the people living here who were part of that kingdom. Who were the infants? The ones fighting for freedom to create the reality that is now known as the United States of America. Now my ancestors weren't here, the pennies were, and three of her great-great-great-whatever grandfathers, yes three of them, fought in the American Revolution. One of them was about 10 years old, and thank God he survived, otherwise she would not be here today. They saw something different, and although they experienced horrific scenes, in some ways their yoke from Christ hopefully gave them some peace, some love, some support. To see that there was justice and mercy, the capacity to live life a different way, right there, right then, and to make that a reality. Undoubtedly hard. Although we shoot off fireworks and pretend it was easy. It's anything but that. It was hard work. But those folks at the time who are known as infants in today's scripture made a huge difference. The capacity for us to stand here and even transmit through the internet. We have so many freedoms. And yet we can move forward to today. Some of those freedoms that those early folks fought for almost seem like yesteryear in some ways. We don't have a king, thank God. We have a president. They come and go. That's a gift. Our leaders, the wise, intelligent ones, come and go through time. They bring different ideas to the people. And hopefully, as public servants, they are most interested in the people, not in themselves. For that's what public service is meant to be. We also have the folks who are children in our society from the scripture. And actually, since the pandemic has broken, and we're in the midst of right now, society has shifted a bit. What I think is amazing, looking out the windows of the house here, I see a lot of young families walking together, talking together, 
more so now than it was five months ago or a year ago. The togetherness of having to be socially isolated at home can be hard. And yet, I hope that parents and children are talking more and not just doing this all the time, disconnecting. And then there are the infants, right, according to scripture today. Those whose voices have been oppressed, squashed down, literally killed, who are standing up for justice, not much different than those early patriots from the American Revolution, trying to voice what justice and freedom truly are, and a lot of peaceful protests, and then some who are just taking advantage of that, which is horrific in itself. But those who are marching to change our society for the better, for all, that's a gift. Why? Because we need change. As Pastor Penny mentioned a few weeks ago, occurred to her sister, and it can occur to any of us. And there's certain folks in this country that it's targeted towards in the most negative and horrific ways. It's unjust. Voices have to be heard so change is created. A new reality comes for that next generation and the future generations after that. We can think about the horrific amounts of violence on our streets, particularly in Chicago most recently, since Father's Day on. Little children and young ones are getting killed, senselessly killed, by stray bullets that fly into their homes. It's horrific. And then we also know that domestic violence within the homes is up as well because of the pandemic. People are at home. And we know child abuse is also up. Why? Because the schools are closed. With the schools closed, the children can't get to school as a safe place. But people are speaking out. People are voicing their concerns that violence on the streets need to stop. That domestic violence needs to stop. Child abuse needs to stop. If we're a civilized society, which we say we are, those things should have no part. And then last, I'd like us to focus on this pandemic we're in, and we have to realize we are in a pandemic. The United States has a problem, period. If it is spreading as it is through so many states, no one is safe. And we have to think, though, what is our responsibility as people of this country? Think about those early fighters of the American Revolution sacrificing their life as military has done through the ages in different ways sacrificing their lives for the common good and our people a lot of them can't even wear a face mask or they insist on wanting to open places like churches and other places where a lot of people gather 
and it's known that those are hot spots, or they can create hot spots almost overnight. We need voices that help us understand there's a social responsibility that comes out of that 4th of July experience, and that is grounded in today's scripture. It is the message of Christianity. The Good Shepherd is supposed to serve and protect, love one another, keep people safe. We, as disciples of Christ, are encouraged to do that for each other. We, as a society, whether or not you believe in God, are encouraged to do that which our earliest founders did, who fought for justice and freedom to begin with. To fight for the common good, for we are in a war. We're at war with this thing called COVID, COVID-19. It's not very smart. It relies on us. Actually, COVID-19 is pretty stupid, right? It floats through the air. It can't even fly like a bird. It sort of sets on stuff and it sort of decays itself. It doesn't have little feet that it can run around with. But where it is really smart is it knows human nature sometimes has a stubborn streak. We can be wise and intelligent in Scripture today, or we can be the children in Scripture. Oh no, nothing's happening. When we know deep down, it is. And it's through human contact COVID-19 spreads the most. So simple. Sadly simple. And yet somehow we're spreading it over and over and over and over. But no, those who do stand up for justice and freedom to fight oppression, to say no more to police brutality, to say no more to street violence, saying no more, let's just wear masks and make it simple and keep our distance and stay, you know, safe. The yoke is easy with Christ. Why? Because Christ's love is peaceful. It's merciful. Filled with love. And it begins simply by believing our faith that Christ offers us all of this. And it's not hard. The yoke of Christ is easy. The yoke of faith is easy. Implementing it can be really hard sometimes. But as Christ tells us this day, Come on to me, Jesus says, all you that are weary, all who are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So I encourage you this day, whether you kneel to pray or not, I don't care, but I encourage folks to kneel to pray versus kneeling to kill people. Pray to God to take those heavy burdens, whatever they may be, for there have been way too many people in protests, feeling called to march, which is wonderful, and yet we know those moments can create havoc in a pandemic as well. So continue the good work and find rest in Jesus Christ. As he says, take my yoke upon you. Take the yoke of love, the yoke of justice, the yoke of mercy. The yoke of deep faith in God. And learn from him. Learn from the scripture stories. For he says, I am gentle and humble in heart, 
exactly what a good leader should be. And you will find rest in your souls. And I know so many of our souls are not at rest right now. So I encourage you. Listen to Christ. Find rest in your soul through your faith. Accept Christ in your life. For his yoke is easy, his burden is light. His burden is simply to love one another, to care for one another, to love God with all your heart, might, and soul, to share together in this world in a whole new way, and to create that new reality which is right in front of us, being birthed by so many different people, marching, protesting, saying no to violence, wearing masks. So I encourage you this day, take on the yoke of Christ. It is easy. It is joy-filled. And let us all become infants in Christ's world, filled with that energy and power that is Jesus Christ, made possible through the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, this day for each of us. And let us celebrate the 4th of July and everything that those early founders did to make this a reality, as well as for all those voices of all ages, all colors, all creeds, marching to make sure our country is even better than it was before. And then for all those who are helping with COVID-19, from those who are in the hospitals to those like you and me, simply given the task of wearing a mask and staying socially distanced and being wise enough to stay safe. Lord, help us this day. And may the words of scripture speak to us anew and take on your yoke so we may find rest. Amen. For commercial-free premium listening, subscribe to us at awakenkindness.com. Experience all that the Revs USA offer at the Center to Awaken Kindness. Know it. Listen to, subscribe, and share Awaken Kindness, a podcast by the Revs USA. Be it. Journal your discoveries with a mindful journal. Live it. Wear contemplative art, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. Discover all the possibilities at centertoawakenkindness.com. join together in the prayer Jesus shared for all of us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Well, it's that time.
What time is it? God is calling us to sing. All right, let's sing. So we're going to sing a song. I think you probably know it. I think you know it. So let's get into it. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the faithful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. While God is marching on. He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never sound retreat. He is shifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Glory, glory, alleluia. Glory, glory, alleluia. Glory, glory, alleluia. While God is marching on. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea. With a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make men holy, let us teach to make men free. While God is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. While God is marching on. So we thank you this day for joining us. We've had a wonderful gift of time together, together with you. Join us at the Revs USA, D-A-R-E-V-S USA, on most social media networks, or at our website, centertoawakenkindness.com. For commercial-free premium listening, subscribe to us at awakenkindness.com. And we look forward to joining with you again. But before we go today... Let's have a parting thought. May God's light shine upon you. May God's grace shine through you. And may you experience divine love. Amen. Amen. So be it. Amen. So be it. So what do you think? We'd love to hear from you. Find us at DarevsUSA, D-A-R-E-V-S-U-S-A, on social media, as well as at our website, centertoawakenkindness.com, where you can discover all the exceptional educational learning opportunities and mindful contemplative practices that inspire, empower, and transform. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, let's keep bringing the mystery of Christ's love alive in the world. Peace, love, and blessings from Penny and Bill. The Revs USA.